1: Welcome back to the show, where you'll learn to transform your heartbreak into happiness. I'm Sarah Davison, and I'm here as your trusted guide to help you every step along the way. On today's episode, we're diving into how to live without your ex. Now, I hear every day from people who are struggling to cope now that their ex is no longer in their lives. The interesting thing is that even if it was your decision to leave, living without somebody that was always there or has been there for a very long time and now they're not, getting used to that can be really challenging. Now, obviously, if it was your ex's decision to leave, then that makes it extra hard. But it does work both ways and getting used to living your life as a single person without your ex there is going to take some adjustments. It is going to take time to get used to. I know at the beginning it feels incredibly lonely. The house can feel very empty. The noises that you're used to aren't around anymore. Just knowing that someone else is coming and going and has their stuff in the cupboards, those sort of things can take a big adjustment. So that's why I wanted to put today's episode together for you to give you some tools, some tips, some helpful ideas that will help you to look at the situation slightly differently. Because I would love you to take your power back over this situation and manage it the best you can, because there are things you can do that will make it that little bit easier for you. Obviously there is the old saying, that if you're gonna keep on doing the same things, you're going to get the same results. So if you keep on living the same lives with the same routines and patterns, it really is going to amplify your ex's absence in your life. Now, one of my clients, Jane, was saying to me only the other day that the house just feels really unfriendly and cold without her ex there. She said it was his decision to leave She knew it was coming, it had been coming for a while, but she had not anticipated just how much the silence and the quiet in the house was going to impact her. And the fact that it was just her within those four walls was making it really challenging for her. It just was something she hadn't been used to, having been with her partner for 16 years. She was used to him having his things around things being left out okay at the time she said she was quite frustrated by it but it was weird things she was missing not picking up after him and not having to shut cupboard doors not having to turn lights off or put the seat down in the toilet all these little things that had kind of been a little bit irritating she said were now actually things that she missed now was she actually missing doing those things no probably not but actually the fact that it just wasn't there, that the routine had changed, that things were now different, was taking a lot more getting used to than she had ever thought was possible. She actually thought that when he left, she would be enjoying the quiet and the space. But actually at first she said it was even a little bit eerie for her and she was a little bit freaked out and a bit nervous about being home alone. So she came to me for coaching to, Get some ideas on how she could turn around her situation. Now, Jane's quite a shy person. She isn't very sociable. And Jane is someone who likes being at home. She's a homebody. You know, she likes being at home. She's not someone that needs to go out a lot or is a busy, busy life outside. So the fact that she is a homebody means that she's really noticing that change in dynamic in the home. So she came to me for coaching to get some ideas on how she could turn this around. Now, first of all, if you're listening to this and you are thinking, yeah, I'm in the same boat. Well, the number one thing that I suggest is that you change your routine and habits. Now, that's not always easy. okay? And I can hear you saying, oh, I don't know. I like my habits. As human beings, we are creatures of habit. You know, we like a routine and we don't really like change. But I would really like you to try it, okay? I'm going to ask you in this episode to try to make some small changes in your life, okay? Because interestingly enough, sometimes it's the very teeny-weeny changes we make to have the biggest impact, okay? The biggest positive impact on our lives. So what happens is that carrying on doing the same routine and having the same habits can trigger you feeling bad. Because, for example, maybe when you wake up in the morning, you look over and your ex isn't there. And that makes you feel sad. And of course, that's normal. And that's going to be something that you've got to adjust to over the next few weeks and months. However, that is a trigger. And if we can do something about it, like, for example, sleeping on the other side of the bed, or maybe changing around something on your bedside table, changing the bedding, maybe turning the bed around. Something that you can do just to make a small change in your sleeping arrangements will mean that it won't feel the same, okay? Now, it might sound a bit mad. You might think, oh my goodness, really, sorrow, Is that gonna make a difference? I'm telling you, just a few small changes can make the biggest difference, but you've gotta try it to see what I'm talking about, okay? So please do have a think. Change your routine. If for example at night, your night routine with your ex used to be, I don't know, going to bed say at 10 o'clock, you both go out to bed, get changed, brush your teeth together and then get into bed, change it. Now again, I can hear you saying, but I don't want to go to bed earlier or later. No, I don't mean that unless you do want to change it. But I'm saying just change it slightly. So maybe at eight o'clock, you go upstairs and you put your pyjamas on at eight o'clock. And then you come back downstairs and you watch TV or you crack on with whatever you normally do between eight and ten. But you're doing it in your pyjamas. So you've changed your routine just a little bit, but it's not the same. So then when you go up at ten, you've only got to brush your teeth and get into bed. Do you see what I mean? We're making small changes so that you're not living exactly the same life just without your ex. We're trying to change a few things just to, as my friend Sue would say, zhuzh it up and make it feel different. Because if it feels different, it feels fresh, then that chasm of your ex not being there is going to be diminished. Now, what else? What else can you change? So, for example, do you always sit in the same place on your sofa when you're watching TV. Now I know a lot of people have their own little spot, me included, I like to sit in a certain place when I'm watching TV. Now when I suggested this to Jane, she said, yeah, but I think where I sit, I have a better view of the television. And actually it's got a few cushions there and it really feels super comfy. So I don't know if I wanna change that. So obviously guys, you are gonna have your reasons for why you sat there in the first place. But what I'm asking you to do is push yourself out of your comfort zone a little bit and just try sitting somewhere else because you'll be surprised at how easy it is to implement. Obviously, these are only really small, simple things I'm asking you to do. I'm suggesting may help. So give it a go. Now, Jane moved, but she took her cushions with her and she made the other side of the sofa very similar and actually realized it felt different but it felt good it felt good to be sitting somewhere else it gave her a fresh perspective and actually it was right she wasn't sitting in the same place looking across the sofa to see her ex and she was sitting somewhere new so do try and push yourself out of your comfort zone a little bit listen to when you're resistant and understand why you know what are the good reasons you have for not wanting to change and see if you can replicate them, so make it a little bit easier for you. But just try it, do step outside your comfort zone. Because again, if you carry on doing the same things, you're going to get the same results, right? Another example, a client of mine, Haley, was really into cooking, and she used to cook for her husband every night. And so one of the big changes for her was cooking the same food, but just for one. And she was finding this really challenging. She said, I'm even losing my passion for cooking. So what could she do?
2: Are you struggling to cope with your breakup or divorce? Are you feeling devastated, heartbroken, sad and anxious? If so, please know that you are not alone and there is help available sarah davison best known as the divorce coach and her team of accredited coaches are here to offer you the support and guidance you need to navigate all areas of your breakup take back your control and start feeling happy again sarah will show you how to dial down those controlling negative emotions unhook from your ex get back in the driving seat of your life and design a future you are excited to live. Sarah has a range of solutions to support any breakup, including free guides, one-to-one coaching, her Heartbreak to Happiness virtual retreats, live retreats, and you can even train to be a breakup and divorce coach with Sarah too. Visit www.saradavison.com today and start to feel happy again. So what could she do?
1: Well, we came up with a few ideas. One of them was ordering one of those ready-made recipe boxes so that everything's weighed out, you've got everything there, you just need to cook it, put it all together and cook it all up and they give you the recipe. So there's lots of companies doing that at the moment. And I think it's a really good idea just for a change. Some of them are just the same price as you would pay if you were going to the supermarket to buy all the food yourself. So, it wasn't an extra expense for her. And she decided to try it because actually she said, you know, I could do with a bit of variety and try some new dishes. Again, if you're cooking the same food every night or your ex's favorite, it's going to remind you of them. So, how about trying something new? Now, Haley was like, but I know what I like, Sarah. I know the sort of things I like to eat. I know, guys, I do understand it. We all like our habits and our routines, it's human nature. But actually just changing something small like this can make a big difference. And it did to Haley. She tried it and now she orders them every week so that she has a couple of meals each week, which are different to her norm. And she's really enjoying it. So what could you do? Is there a new dish that you could try? Maybe you could do a cookery course for a certain dish or a certain style of food that you've never tried before. Or maybe you could ask your mom or your gran or a friend for a recipe to try. But whatever it is, try and do something different that takes you out of doing what you've always done. Another really good tip is to write a list of everything that is good about them not being there. You know, the benefits of you being on your own and your ex not being there. So it could be you get to watch what you want to on the television, or it could be that you get to eat the food you want to eat, or it might be just a bit calmer in the house or that you don't have to clean up after somebody else, or that you're enjoying the peace and quiet. Just whatever it is, I want you to try and come up with at least four or five things, write them on a list, okay? In big felt-tip pens if you can, and stick that up in the kitchen somewhere you're going to sit, maybe on the fridge door or something, so that it reminds you of the positives, okay? Because I know there's going to be a lot of negatives, there's going to be a lot of hurt and pain understandably that your ex isn't there anymore, okay? And I wish there was a magic wand to wave away all that pain instantly for you. But sadly, it is part of the healing process that helps you grieve the end of that relationship. So there are gonna be some times where you are feeling sad or low, but the trick here is to take your power back, take your control back, and shift your focus onto things that are, I guess, the benefits of what's happening. Now, you might say, Sarah, there are no benefits. I can't live without them. It's really upsetting. Now, I know there are going to be moments where you do feel like that, and that's okay. But the trick is not to get stuck in those and not to let those overwhelm you and be the only radio channel you're tuned into in your head all day, okay? Because there is a life outside of your ex. There's something like six billion people on the planet. OK, so I know it's sad it hasn't worked out with that person, but there's always a reason why relationships don't work out. OK, and maybe you can't see it now, but in a couple of months down the line, you will be feeling more stable. And as life goes on in a couple of years, five years, 10 years, you'll look back and say, yeah, I can see why that happens. And actually, I'm happier now or I'm glad it happened because now look where I am. So I know right now it can sound painful, but actually these tricks of refocusing your mind on the benefits and finding four or five, I know you might be digging deep at times, but come on, you can do it. Think of four or five things, write them on the list, stick them on your fridge and just remind yourself every time you're feeling a bit low, there is something good about this right now, okay? Another thing that I hear all the time, especially from my female clients, interestingly enough, is that they struggle with doing the jobs that their partner used to do. Now, you know, this could be maybe things that they just never had the confidence to do, like looking after their finances or some of the DIY around the house. So the key here, guys, is to not be dependent on your ex for anything. And either to skill up and learn some of these things for yourself. I think you'd be surprised at what you can do if you put your mind to it. But if you can't or you don't have the time or it's really not your bag, then find somebody else that can step in and help you with those things. There are a lot of people that can come in and put a shelf up, men or women, you know, that can do that job and help you out. Maybe you've got a friend or a relative who's really good at that kind of stuff and can pop over at the weekend and help you. But the important thing is to have a team of people around you that can step in so you don't get triggered by feeling sad about the things that no longer are going to be done for you around the house because somebody else can step in and help. So this is really important. Find somebody else to help you do the jobs that you can't or don't want to do. My next really important tip is that it's time now to create some new routines, okay? New routines so that if there are tough parts of the day or certain times where you feel a bit low, you can change your routine and do something different. So I know for a lot of you from your messages and your emails that in the mornings can be the toughest time. So you wake up, you look across the room and your ex isn't there anymore. So that hits you sometimes like a tsunami And it just makes you want to sink further under that duvet and not get out of bed. Right. So we need to change that routine. okay? so if you normally would get up and have a coffee together or make breakfast together, let's change it. Let's create a new routine and habit for you. So maybe you get up and you go for a walk. Maybe you get a rebounder. So a rebound is one of those sort of small trampolines you can have in your house and you pump up your happy breakup survival tunes and you just rebound away for the first 10 minutes. Again, that's an amazing way to combine exercise and music, something uplifting. I know I put a post on my Instagram, Sarah Davison Divorce Coach, the other day asking what your most empowering break songs were. And um, there's a whole list of comments underneath of people sharing their top ones. Now, for me, it's Titanium by David Guetta. That's the one that really gets me going. But there were so many awesome tunes that people posted up there. So having your own soundtrack for feeling empowered is also a really good way to shift your state and how you're feeling super, super quick. And to combine that with a little rebounder, just bouncing up and down, if any of you heard my interview with Jason Bale, who did a guest episode on this very podcast. He was talking about rebounding and how it's a great start to the day. So that might be something you enjoy. Or maybe you're more of a yoga fan, or you want to do an online Zimba class. But let's get your routine set up. Okay. Maybe Friday night was date night. Okay, that's going to be a tough one until you start seeing somebody else. But how about inviting just a different friend over on a Friday night? So you get to meet up with some of the friends you don't see very often. Maybe you could go and meet them for a drink or you could go out for dinner or they could come to yours. But every Friday schedule something in advance with the friend. So you've got something in the diary to look forward to. And when date night rolls around, you're not sat on the sofa feeling sorry for yourself. Maybe schedule a coffee with the old lady or man on your street who just needs a bit of company right now. Now, I know it's tough when you're going through a breakup, but obviously the elderly have been dealing with loneliness forever, right? So maybe on a Sunday afternoon, again, instead of sinking down and watching a box set all afternoon, you could pop round for a coffee or a little chat or make a phone call even just to cheer somebody else up who might be feeling lonely. You know, actually giving back to people that are going through tough times is really, really helpful to changing your perspective and actually giving you a little bit of a boost, knowing that you're helping somebody else. So that is also a really good way of helping yourself get through the weekend and have something fun to do now on a Sunday, what else could you do, guys? I mean, there's lots of things, right? You could go to the local Sunday market if there is one. You could go out and go shopping, just having a browse around the shops and grabbing a coffee. Yeah, there are lots of things you can do rather than staying at home. And now as we're coming out of the pandemic, these things are even more important, okay? So creating new routines is a really great way just to get used to living without your ex in your life. I also think it's really important to do more of certain things than you've ever done before when you were with your ex. Okay. When you've got somebody else in your life, you do have to compromise on other things that you want to do. Maybe you've had a hobby or you like to see certain people, but you can't see them because you're compromising. You know, you don't have as much time, as much free time, because obviously you're working on your relationship and you want to spend time with your partner. So when your ex is gone, you have that free time now to do more of the things that you stop doing. So have a think about the things you would like to do more of and put them into your diary. Also saying yes more, okay? Just say yes. If someone asks you to do something and you're thinking, oh, you know what? I just don't really feel like it. Is gonna stop you from moving forward, from meeting people, from having all these new opportunities. So say yes more to people, okay? Just make it a thing that you're going to say yes more often. And also smiling more. One of my clients, Karen, she said, I don't think smiling is really going to make much difference. And I said, please just try it. As you go out and do your shop or do the school run, just as you're out and about, smile at everybody you see. Just smile. And she said, well, it sounds a bit strange, but I'll give it a go she's great Karen she's up for anything so she said she'd give it a go and the following session with her she said Sarah I can't tell you what a positive impact that's had because actually it makes me feel happier because I'm smiling more often and that's telling my brain that I'm feeling happier so it does boost my own mood but then what happens? she said which I hadn't really thought about was that other people then start smiling back and that makes me feel even better And then people are starting to talk to me more. I'm smiling at people while I was in the queue at the supermarket. And they start little conversations. Nothing deep, but just a little chat. And it just boosts my mood, she said. So, yeah, I'm living without my ex. But actually, I'm meeting more people. I'm having conversations I would never have had. I'd have had my head down, probably checking my phone, rushing around thinking I've got to be back because he's coming back and I need to get the food in. But now I'm seeing every opportunity as an opportunity just to connect and smile with other people that I would never have made time for in my life before. So for her, it made a massive difference. So why not give it a go? Smile at more people and start saying yes more. All these techniques that I'm sharing with you in this episode are designed to help you see things differently, because obviously there is going to be an adjustment period when you're living without your ex. But as you can see, there are lots of things that you can do to make small changes that will have a big, big impact. And a lot of it comes down to routines, thinking about changing them up, identifying the routines that trigger those negative feelings and taking your power back so that you can start enjoying the time that you've got now, the extra free time building on you and moving forward, letting go of your ex and enjoying everything your life has to offer. Thank you for listening to today's episode and allowing me to help guide you from your heartbreak to your greatest happiness. I look forward to you joining me on our next episode.
0: That's it for today's episode of Heartbreak to Happiness. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review to win a free ticket to Sarah's virtual Heartbreak to Happiness retreat. This is a transformative combination of live webinars with Sarah herself, coupled with her empowering online video program designed to help you cope better with your breakup and start feeling happy again. For more details, head on over to heartbreaktohappinesspodcast.com where you can also get a copy of Sarah's gift. Thank you and join us again on the next episode for another dose of heartbreak to happiness.